Baby, come back to me. Give me one more chance, one more chance to be, to be a better man. This don't have to be. Welcome to the 10th episode of That Sport, John. I am joined by my friends Brennan Miller and Dante Furco. Gentlemen, how are you guys today? Uh, good. Yeah, pretty bored, but, uh, you know, we, yeah. we live. We live? <laughs> we live. We live. Brennan, how is uh, working at the golf course that has... Like no point to working on it right now. Yep. Well, we put in the uh, we put in the pins today, so we're feeling good about it. Yep. We the the directions were go out to the greens and just put the pins in the middle of the greens. I'm like, all right, sounds good. So now there are holes uh, in the course, which is is pretty essential for a golf course. Nice. It was also raining though today. Are you so guys putting uh, swim noodles around your? Yes. Okay. Cause yep. I've seen that. I've seen that on TV and stuff. Yeah, we are. Wait, you're so putting what? Be... So the... Yeah, you can explain. Yeah, you know. So like, this we're using the pool noodles so people like stop <laughs> touching each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just like like putting them like in the cup, uh, just so like people don't actually start like spreading stuff while they're on the course. <laughs> well, all right then. That's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. I was talking to my one pro- my one professor was talking about that. He says, "Is it ethical or not to be playing golf right now?" And he's heard some people say no and some people say yes. I mean, I feel like golf is very isolated. It like, is. Right. Other than like the two tour like one person you're golfing with, like they're like a football field away, other people. So, yeah. I mean, as long as in the clubhouse, uh they have rules for that. I mean, it's fine. It's not essential, but like I feel like there's enough room, uh, like between people, that's fine. And it's still like a business that yeah. they have to keep up. Yeah, right. And it's like that. Like we have to go because it's public property. Like it's a public golf course, so we have to go. Can we're deemed essential because we're maintaining public property, um, which is pretty much the only reason that we're there. But at the same time, like they have to pay our crew of like six people, so they have to try and get people in, on the course. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not hard. Like, people talk about how you have to keep money and cards and, like, be able to not spread germs that way. Mm-hmm. But when you're working at a golf course, you can easily, like, wear gloves and discard the gloves right then and there. Like, you're not, it's not like working oh, at yeah. fast food and you're, like, going through a shit ton of them and keeping on moving and you're, you're just wasting gloves that way. Right. There's, there's a very limited amount of time where we're actually, like, doing things that other people would like be touching like today literally picked up sticks for like three hours just <laughs> off like the side of the greens and stuff like it was just easy um does your course do, does your does your boss um allow people to still drive golf carts or is it all walking right now so we're not even we're not even open now like okay oh yeah planning sure. on opening this weekend um so there's there's no carts other than the ones that like other than the maintenance carts uh that are even like moving right now Hmm. and at this point like all the maintenance guys if we like if if one of us has like at this point like it doesn't matter like we're all in pretty close contact anyway (laughs) see for me i've only ever walked a course once 
but it's uh-huh. not it was not a course that had hills if i'm like in a place like up near you guys where there's like a lot of mountains i'm never walking a course ever yeah dude it's like it's like woody and like you got to go through the woods to get places and stuff like it's, it's a course that i would highly recommend using a, a cart for because because like like there's a literally a river that runs right through it and like it's in the middle of a valley so you got to like walk around the hills and, and shit like yeah 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 dante you're a little quiet i guess you don't golf do you <laughs> i i don't golf much anymore i used to a lot when i was younger but then sports took over and a lot of like travel ball and just high school sports i just started golfing less i'm pretty good at putt-putt though <laughs> i think anybody can be good at putt-putt i'm the opposite like i i did like i didn't start really golfing until late in high school mm-hmm. and i got really into yeah i was the same it was like when i stopped playing baseball it was like all right well now it's time to golf <laughs> we're, we're the high school versions of all like professional athletes yeah exactly we're done we're just gonna go golf now yep and play club sports which really sucks i was looking forward to golfing with you brennan <laughs> like we were gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. go <laughs> dude i literally like before i left because obviously we, we were supposed to come back after break we were supposed to be gone for a week i literally looked at my clubs as i was leaving and i was like no nah, i'm not gonna need them i'm not gonna need them uh, break. and then they were like yeah don't come back for another three months and i was like right? okay cool <laughs> yeah i'm i'm really pissed off at art college i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I don't yep. even have my PS4. <laughs> I can't Ooh, do anything, really. dude. That's I brutal. I can't do anything. I'm. I've, that's brutal. I've have turned to watching Twitch, and watching my <laughs> friends play. So every other night or most nights, I'm watching my one friend. Um, you should guys go follow him at Gemini Jones on Twitch. <laughs> he plays Fortnite most of the time, and it's actually very entertaining. <laughs> I just started getting back into Fortnite. It I, looks better, I used man. to play it non-stop like eight hours a day and then I just stopped playing and I've been playing it a little bit lately when I was in high school I played it a shit ton and the one day we had a snow day and I woke up at like seven or, or early for school like I normally did because mm-hmm. I didn't find out until that morning and I couldn't go back to sleep so by eight o'clock I was like I was like alright screw it I'm gonna play some video games I played Fortnite for probably like 15 hours that day like I didn't switch games <laughs> It's actually. Dude, I never played. Nah. I like literally have not played a single game ever. And and in all those times, I have never won a duos or solo. <laughs> <laughs> never won. Um, I used to play a lot, like competitively in tournaments, Freaky Fridays, Fortnite Fridays, like everything. Yeah. Now here here's one question I have for you guys. Are esports? Um, players, athletes. Is I, I know I'm going to get debated on this. Or is esports a sport? <laughs> it's a sport, but in a different context. But like, it's still under sports. I mean, hey, the esports world right now is probably the most booming sports industry right now. Well, yeah. Oh, you, have you guys watched that uh, virtual NASCAR that they've been doing? No, <laughs> I saw a clip there. from it. It looks so real, and like, it's, <laughs> and, like actual NASCAR drivers who are doing it, like, is wild. It's wild. There's been, there's been, yeah. leagues. The leagues have been sponsoring tournaments. Like, right. I, know, I don't know if it's still going on. I think it is, but the NBA is holding a tournament for it might they might be starting tonight uh with 2k like i know kevin durant's in it uh donovan mitchell's in it 
Devin Booker, all these guys around. Right. Madden just had one. I was going to say, there's just finished, right? Yeah. Derwin James yeah. is freaking and amazing still, at Madden. <laughs> well, now you can you can actually bet online on these um, games and like. Oh, I'm not so surprised. DraftKings is doing a fantasy simulation thing and I, th- I forget if people are playing actually if it's just a simulation but you can set lineups like say it's the Packers versus the Vikings you can put in like Phelan, Cook Cousins or like Devontae Adams into your lineup and it's like a fantasy game that's so weird like it's yeah, cool but it's something. weird they're struggling right now well yeah, yeah. Would you rather no watch an NBA 2K tournament played by NBA players or actual NBA games, though? That's the real thing. That's the only – like, it's only a booming industry right now because of the virus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it. esports have been on the come up in the last year. They have been – ever since, like, Ninja and Fortnite came out, it's just been huge. And, I mean, obviously, it'll never be on the level that – NBA, MLB, or NHL are at, but it's it, it's constantly growing. But obviously, you'd rather watch the NBA than and play video games. Well, yeah, yeah. You have to wonder what the like the sustainability <laughs> level of it is, because like I feel like I, like as you said, Dante, like a lot of people are jumping on because they have nothing else to do as far as those sports. So like once everything's back, like what is gonna happen? I mean, it'll go question. down obviously, but like right. it was at a great level before. Right, but yeah, you have to see where it'll where it'll be compared to before all this even started. Yeah, well, I think this helped. I, I like because I pay attention to it a lot, but the numbers on Twitch have gone down a little bit in the last like yearish. Uh, but I think this is gonna help them sort of get back up because a lot of people right now they have nothing else to do, so they're either turning on Twitch or they're going back to Fortnite like I am, and that helps them. Mm-hmm. I think something that's kind of funny is, like, some NBA players, like, you know, like, Ben Simmons or Devin Booker, they've been playing video games and using it on Twitch. But, like, nobody ever pays attention to it. And now this is forcing Mm -hmm. people to. So it's like, do you think people are going to still pay attention to it when they're done, when this is all done and over and we're moved on from this thing? That's my my question. Not as many, but there'll still be a lot of people watching that like get hooked on it or they love like who's streaming like Blake Snell streams a lot he's really yeah. good at COD kind of trash at Fortnite <laughs> uh, Clint Frazier <laughs> streams Brendan Rogers, Trevor May is really bad but he still seems to think he's good Reese uh, Hoskins is not good at MLB the show I'll tell you that much who's that? Reese Hoskins oh yeah they all play Hunter Pence is he, he good? Play, he, plays? he played. I, I don't know if he streams, but the other day, he was a part of the uh, Twitch MLB the Show, like stream thing with uh, Blake Snell and Turner. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, with that being said, I still am depressed and upset. I can't play Warzone. <laughs> like I hear, like I hear, it's pretty fire, and I can't even. I I'm not even. I can't even. Everybody's play on a playing it. Yeah. Is it? In your opinions, yeah. is it better than Fortnite, or is it, like, kind of the same? I don't know. A lot of people have been liking Zone or Warzone, but I've noticed a lot of people getting back into Fortnite lately. So yeah. clearly Fortnite's doing something right right now. What I've been It's watching- also, like, it, it's brand new, so, like, that brings yeah. in a whole new wave of people who want to who, who play it just because, like, it's something that they've never played before, and it's... <laughs> I think you can't really judge it until, like, it's been long enough for everyone who wants to play to play it. 
and then kind of decide what they want, which game they would rather yeah. go for. Because yeah, we're all going to be stuck inside for the next two months anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I can see I can see your point there. Like my friend that I mentioned, my friend Brad, um, who I talked about, he he's afraid to go on and play it a little bit because he's afraid that he might like it so much he just won't want to play Fortnite anymore. Because mm-hmm. like he likes Fortnite right now. Like I I remember when Fortnite started getting so carried away with everything, and I was I was like done. Like midway through college, I just like said I was done. I'm not playing this anymore. It's like there's too much shit going on. You have a levitating like freaking like block like block of the earth. I was like, this, yeah. what is, this is this is like over um, animated. So I stopped, and now it's like back to what it kind of used to be. And I it's, like that. it is it is, and that's what I like about it right now. It's like I feel like I'm playing in season three again or season two when I first started. Yeah. So it's kind of back to normal. Yeah. I I think I started when it was like season three, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so esports has taken over, but the only real news in sports has been the free agency, and so far it was pretty wild. There's still some names out there, but the big mm-hmm. one was TB12 himself, who will remain TB12. Chris Godwin went to number 14, so mm-hmm. that's that. Do the Bucks make the playoffs with this seventh seed as a new seed? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. The, the who's, thing is, in your playoffs then? I think. Give me a sec. Saints in in the yeah. NFC. Saints. Yeah, I think the Saints will the, still win the South. The Saints I are going to win the South. I think the Cowboys. Yeah, they, they, they still have a solid team. They also needed Alden Smith, which was big. That's true. If yeah. he stays out of jail, that's true. If Eagles can stay healthy, I think they'll come in. Uh, then you have. Packers. I'm trying to count. So I said Saints, Cowboys, Eagles. I'd go Packers, Vikings, San Francisco. That's seven right there. That makes sense. Yeah, and I guess the Eagles. I think I do think Falcons could swoop in. I don't know. They they had just had yeah, such an off year last year. It was bizarre. They, they did, but their offense was so productive. Their defense was horrible. That's true. Have they? Horrible. What move? What? Who have they signed for their defense by now? They lost Vic Beasley. Defense. They did land. Uh, I can't think of his name. I don't know, but Todd Gurley was a big signing for them. It was, but is his knee fine? I mean, he says. Oh, it they is, landed Fowler. Dante Fowler. Oh, that's right. Yes, that, which, that which was a good move for them. They lost Trufant. Mm-hmm. Which isn't... He did not have a productive year last year. No, I think he was he hurt. Didn't. Yeah, he was. I think but, that they're going to rebuild their defense with the draft. And I don't think... Yeah. I'm skeptical for them to make the playoffs next year, but the following year, I can see it. Matt Ryan's still productive. Mm-hmm. He may not be in the limelight like all these other quarterbacks, but he's still productive. And he's got Julio, Kelvin Ridley, who's very underrated. Now he's got Todd Gurley. He also... They did lose Austin Hooper. They, though. That's, oh, that yeah, that was did. big. That was tough. That was a little See, absurd the, that he the got one that thing high. That I, don't, I was going to say, Dante, the one thing I don't like from your playoff teams is two teams coming out of the NFC East. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I really think it'll just be one team coming out of the East, and then you add on that second wildcard spot. And, like, I do like the two teams out of the West, two teams out of the North, Packers, Vikings, and then uh, 49ers, and then either the Seahawks or the Rams. But I think that that second wildcard is going to go in the South, and it's going to be I was going to say, now, now that I think of it, why didn't I say Seattle? Yeah. So Seattle right. would probably – I don't know. I don't know because the thing is, is with – Obviously, Clay's Eagles fan, but injuries just killed him last year. Oh, they did. And that's yeah. going to be the big question this year. And uh, so I, 
don't know. I, I, I do think the Seahawks will take their division, so I completely forgot about them. <laughs> but could the Rams be back to what they were two years ago? They don't have a running back. No, they, they're not. No. No. I, I yeah, think, I don't think they're going to get any better. I think golf has been declining since they were – since that Super Bowl year. Well, it, since two years removed. Last year he was just Like, like people talk about Brady as being like a system quarterback, but like golf is your stereotypical system quarterback. Like the offense is built – around him throwing the ball for 300 yards, but only like one touchdown and not really doing anything spectacular. Like everything he does is safe. Like it's just mm-hmm. easy. And Sean McVay has been told to be this offensive guru and a guy who can like make stuff happen. But then last year you saw him just like have like shit the, shit the bed with Todd Gurley. Like he misused yeah. him so badly. Yeah. Like can you, yeah. what, what, well, what, what can that's you That's why they, I would say they lost the Super Bowl that one year. Because oh, they just they, didn't. Todd Gurley at all. That and Golf just like yeah had his worst it. game of the year. Dude, like, how many how many open receivers he missed? Yeah, their defense they was amazing. By receiving core, they really do. And uh, Higby picked it up at the end of the year at tight end. But you have Cooks, Cooper Cup, and uh, Robert Wood. Robert Wood. That's true. Um, who's their tight end again? Oh wait, that was Higby. Cook. Higby, Higby and Everson or Ev. Everson, so I think that's the name. Right, I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wonder. They got they got Whitworth back, right? Yes, they signed. Yeah. They re-signed Whitworth. I feel like they have to draft a lineman in the first one of the first three rounds. Mm. Well, they're also going to have Jalen Ramsey again for a full season, which, I mean, he's still very productive. He's a good cornerback. Cornerback. He's yeah. just loud. Yeah. That's but all. they just haven't made any big moves in this offseason other than no. releasing Todd Gurley. No, yeah, I can see. And they did that for cap space, but they still haven't used it. Mm-hmm. Like, if they get Jadavion yeah, Clowney, that changes somebody. If they can pull Jadavion Clowney, I would, wouldn't be shocked after clearing that cap space, but I think that would really help their cause. They also lost Corey Littleton, who was hu- who's been huge for their defense yep. uh, these past couple of years. Fowler and Littleton being lost is huge. Yeah. Um... I th- you still gotta fix golf. That's my biggest thing. Like he's just so, yeah. he's that consistent, like consistently inconsistent. Like he can go for a good stretch where he's good, and then all of a sudden for the longest time he's just not playing up to up to potential. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's kind of mind boggling considering he was a number one pick. Who do you think has been the most? How to say this? Like the biggest pickup for a team this off season. Biggest pickup? Like, obviously, I don't mean like other, other limelight, than like, like Tom answer. Brady, but like someone that's going to like really impact that team and like take them to the next level. I think it's going to be Stephon Diggs to the Bills. I think that's going to be huge. I think that that the Bills are already a good team, and obviously, we saw their defense was very, very good last year. Um, but I think if they're able to open it up with kind of a slot guy who can who can get underneath and catch catch some passes, like I don't see why they they would have trouble moving the ball. I mean, like their offense wasn't great last year, but when you add an addition like Diggs, a guy who is probably a, a number one or number two receiver, like that just makes things even better. Yeah, I think I see. Everybody thinks otherwise. I just don't think the Bills are on a, like that high level yet. I, well, I mean, and also at this point, like seven playoff spots, and yeah. the Patriots don't have a quarterback. So, yeah. 
Uh, it's pretty. I, I don't want to say it's like a guarantee, but like the Patriots with Brian Hoyer starting, the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins in the AFC East is just a soft division. And like, See, it's been I, a while since we can say that, but yeah. at the same time, like in the beginning of free agency, I I know you saw in the group chat, but I I thought the Dolphins like Dolphins were stacking up. And then I see. I thought if they landed Todd Gurley or Melvin Gordon, they'd be a team that could be a dark horse with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But then they didn't get either of them, and they're stuck with Jordan Howard right now. Right. And, I was going to ask you, Dave. But, I, don't, I don't know if you could say so, stuck with. He's a no, good Jordan back. Howard's a good running back. Yeah. But on the level of Melvin Gordon or Todd Gurley, that could have been huge. That's true, but I feel like there's something with the Dolphins landed Van Noy, they landed Byron Jones. I'm trying to think Jordan Howard. They got another guy from the Dolph or from the Patriots, and then they also their their defensive tackles ranked number one in tackles last year for a duo, and like their defense is stacking up. And if they can draft Tua number four, give them a year, they could be a team in five years that we're looking at as maybe a good team. No, they're I, trying to they're trying to move up to number one, and I wouldn't be surprised right. if they do. They've they've got three yeah they've got three number one picks or three first round picks. Mm-hmm. Will the if, Bengals want to do it though? If the Bengals do that, I would think everybody would come for their heads. My their their fans would riot. I think it depends on who they value more, whether it's going to be Burrow or whether it's going to be someone. Burrow is a clear number one because he is such a conventional NFL quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. he's your pocket passer. He's going to stand there. He's going to deliver the ball right where it needs to be. But then you have these, like, unconventional guys, whether it's Tua, whether it's Justin Herbert, um, or, any, like, any of these guys who kind of don't fit the mold, kind of need, like, more like more time to develop into the, into the NFL game. And I think if they value the potential over – the the right now like they they think that you know the ceiling is higher on Tua than it is on Burrow but Burrow's the more consistent player they could get a haul for that number one pick yeah you think if the if the Dolphins wanted to trade up they'd have to give it give away at least two of their first round picks including that number four and then probably Mm. something else in that package as well see I'm the only person probably in the world that thinks this but I just don't think the Bengals <laughs> take Burrow number one. You don't think they I, take him, even if they don't trade? No, I, I, no, I said I don't think they should take him. Uh, why? I, I just think that Chase Young is going to be like a Hall of Famer. Well, that's and it's that's hard to pass up right. on Chase Young, and that's what I feel like. Like I feel like Joe Burrow reminds me of Carson Wentz, and I just, I, I just think, uh. I just think they can take a quarterback lower that will still help their offense while getting Chase Young. Chase Young's a beast. He's very good. He reminds me just of of the Bosa's, of Nick and Joey, and he's just a freak. And you saw Nick Bosa made an instant impact in San Francisco, and I think Young could do that too. I don't know. I think that... I think that the the Bengals are going to take a quarterback. I feel yeah. like no matter what, because Dalton is going to be gone here at some point. I know the Bears wanted him, but then they ended up signing full or trading for yeah. Foles. Um, but then, like after that, like I'm looking at this the depth chart for the Bengals quarterbacks, and it's Jake Del 
Dola Gala yeah. and, and Ryan <laughs> Finley. Like none of these guys are going to play in the NFL. Okay, so you, they have to take a quarterback at some point. It's just whether yeah. they want to do it at that number one and take Burrow, or if they think that maybe someone else has a higher ceiling, they trade back to that four where there's still going to be quarterbacks available, and then they can get a haul for that number one pick as well. I think that um, either way. They're 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 fine. Like if they go and take Burrow, they got their franchise quarterback. They're yeah. good. They have a pro style quarterback that's ready. He he looks right. like he he plays and looks like and looks um has the same type of style as Carson yeah. as Aaron Rodgers. He's like twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, he's he's, old. he's older than Lamar Jackson. He's older, yeah. but that's only because he had a rough <laughs> he had a rough college yeah. career until he started at what Ohio, Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was like the. Third or fourth I, I I think you yeah. can't like go wrong with picking Joe Burrow. It's just the question is who's going to have a better career. I'm still yeah. sticking with Burrow. I think he's just head and shoulders above um, Herbert, in my opinion. I think he's yeah, a little I, bit better I think than that they Tua. Will go with Burrow just because like it's such a safe pick. Mm-hmm. Like Burrow's yeah. going to have success. Like he's going to be good. But, yeah, I mean, you always have to have that doubt in your mind of, like, could they possibly go back? That's Do true. you guys think it's going to be Burrow to Bengals, Tua to Dolphins, and then Herbert to Chargers at six? I don't know. The, Charger, the Chargers yeah, were saying yeah. they weren't going to draft the quarterback now. They might just okay. stick with Tyrod, which I, I don't which know. It could still sign Cam. <laughs> I don't know. Why I would never want Cam. He's washed up and he's too he's The thing is, injured. is people don't realize, but the year he got hurt, he was having a better season than his MVP season, which is crazy to think about. It's just that his, he's battled injuries, and can you yeah. take the risk on him? That's that. That's the thing. It's the injuries. And I he's mean, at he's that a, point in his career where it's easier. Yeah. I he's think a, he's a former MVP. Like, he, like he's he has obviously proven that he can play. Like when he is able, when he's able to get in the game and play. Like, I said, I just saw that edit of like him in the Patriots jersey, which was one of the like cleanest edits I've ever seen. I was like, was who like, did this? Like, let me, let me. Yeah, like, that, that was, was amazing. It was, was better crazy. than half the ESPN and, uh, people. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about it when I'm like, I, I mean, honestly, like that would make sense. And it just, if, if the Patriots got Cam, like. You know Belichick is going to go off trying to create a game plan that would turn Cam into a system quarterback, but like, like a system quarterback who can run with the ball as well and and do like a bunch of different things when he has it. You mean Josh McDaniels would? <laughs> right. Either way, <laughs> Belichick's a I, defensive coach. But I think back, there's going to be a team that surprises everybody in the draft and jumps up to the Lions three spot to take Tua. Because all everybody's talking about Tua right now that he looks like completely healthy from the videos he's posted. He's looking good. He's looking great. And I think there's going to be a surprise team like maybe New Orleans to trade up to be Drew Brees's like how do I say this like protege. Yeah, protege. Yeah. And to take over, I think there's going to be a surprise team because the Lions are looking to trade, or they, they they've been said they've been looking to trade that pick. But I don't See, know. Right, because who would it, who would it, who are people saying they'll take the guy from Clemson, right? Is Sim- Isaiah Simmons. No. That's going to be New York. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons. Well, he, people he uh, could go to New York or Washington. But the thing is, is that if the Lions trade their pick, it's likely someone get going up to get Tua, which leaves Simmons and Okuda. So say the Dolphins go up to three, then they would take Simmons or Okuda at five. 
Which you can't go wrong with either or. No, yeah, because Jason... right because it's gonna be it's gonna be the Giants will take whoever yeah. either Simmons yeah. or Okuda, yeah. and then the Lions will get the other guy. And Chase Young is going to either the whoever jumps and trades for the first for the first pick from the Bengals, Chase Young will go there. If not, then he'll just go to Washington. Because if Washington passes up on him, there is some serious considerations for that town to riot and overthrow that entire franchise. But they have yeah. proven to have shitty ownership and front office. <laughs> um. But that's it. Like for me, I wouldn't mind seeing the the Dolphins go up and trading for that number one pick, drafting Chase Young, and he can stay out of the NFC East. I'm fine with that, and out of the entire NFC as a whole. But I, don't, <laughs> I mean, if you're looking at the Bengals here, you're looking at a win-win situation. You either get Joe Burrow, or you can go. You can trade back, and you can get either Tua or Justin Herbert, and then you can go get right. two more solid first-round picks. Like mm-hmm. I. It, it's really a win-win, and I think it all de- depends on yeah. what you want. They people did franchise AJ Green for a reason. Yeah, people don't talk about it much, but the Bengals have had a great offseason. Yeah, they franchise tag AJ Green, then they mm-hmm. landed DJ Reader from Houston Texans, then they let landed Trey Wayne. So I mean, he's a solid corner, played for Minnesota. They also landed. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander, also from Minnesota, as well as Von Bell. Yeah. Who's a great safety for the Saints, and they stacked up on defense and definitely improved. Oh, I, I can definitely agree with that. And they still have Joe Mixon at running back, too. They did Joe lose, Mixon, A.J. Green, Tyler they, Boyd. They lost Tyler Eifert, who was always yeah. injury-riddled. He had the potential to be one of the best tight ends in the league, and he always got injured. I felt bad for him. He He's did. a uh, Notre Dame alum. Yeah, I'm a Notre Dame <laughs> fan. That, that always sucked to see happen. But do you think if they would trade um, – for that first pick, do you think they use one of those three picks for a tight end? They could. So. I a don't lot of people gone. I don't know. I don't think there's uh, tight end isn't really one of the premier positions this year. I don't feel like. It's I feel like it's not. more like like wide receivers deep, quarterbacks deep, but like tight end. I, last year there were a bunch of good tight ends. Yeah. Like they, we don't see a class like that for the position. Uh, there's who I think might mold into a tight end, and I think they could take is the guy out of. Notre Dame. Yeah, he's a wide receiver, but I think he could be molded into a tight end. Wait, tra- Ch- still- Chase Claypool? I believe that's his name. Oh, uh, I no, I think he'll still be a receiver. Um, uh, what? What's his name? Um, Cole Komet. Cole Komet is a tight end at Notre Dame. He was their actual tight end. He's he's the number one uh, ranked tight end coming into it. I just like, was brain farting on his name for a while there. Um, but watching him throughout the last year, he was great, and then he had a great combine. Um, not that I put up. A lot of respect to combine numbers. I don't really ever care about that, but that's what everybody was happy about. You know, his measures are great. He's very strong. He can block, um, and I think him. I think he has a potential to be a first round pick in the twenties. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Claypool will be a second round pick, but I think he'll always be a wide receiver unless like three years down the road comes by and they just like can't use him at mm-hmm. wide receiver anymore. Bryce could, Hopkins out of Purdue is also a solid tight end to take, yeah. maybe second round. Also, I mean, he's not as hyped up, but he was a very good tight end in LSU this year, Thaddeus Moss. Oh, my gosh. Thaddeus Moss has the potential to be one of the best yeah. tight ends if he can live up to his father's name, which oh, yeah. is a big shadow casting over him at a different position, but I think he can yeah. be a really good tight end too. And Honestly, I think, I think he'll be a second or third round LSU. Oh, of course. If the Eagles draft Justin Jefferson, I will that's, not care about anything else in the rest of the draft. I'll be fine with that. That's um, who I'm hoping the Vikings take first round. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, never mind. I was going to say you guys have two, but no, you don't have digs anymore. Mm. But going back what you said about free agency and, you know, 
biggest impact. Y'all forgot about <laughs> the wide rec- the great great Texans wide receiver now Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre oh, yeah. Hopkins. That yeah. that trade just made the Cardinals so much better. They got him for nothing. Like Bill O'Brien is just a complete dumbass. Like, yeah. why would you take on I mean, David that's... Johnson's contract and just take David Johnson? And you got no first-round picks for him, for Hopkins? That's absurd. The Cardinals now have... That's a dangerous c- offense, yeah. Kenyon Drake, Kyler Murray, Larry Fitzgerald, um, even Christian Kirk is pretty good. And then and you're adding DeAndre to Hopkins to this mess, and their defense is solid. Buda Baker, Chandler Jones, if you get a healthy Patrick Peterson, exactly, solid. They can, they can make a run for that seventh spot. They really can. Yeah. Um, like, we know Seattle's going to take the division. I think the 49ers are going to fall off. They lost Emmanuel Sanders, who was a big boost to their offense. Now he's mm-hmm. gone. Um, I don't care what anybody says about his age. He had a, he didn't play a lot early in his career, and that saved his – that gave him some years. I think the 49ers fall off. I think they go to a 500 team and don't make the playoffs. Um, yeah. But I, I think I the Cardinals agree. are going to finish second I don't think they're going to have – they, they lost defensive players. They did. They lost – They traded uh, – um, Buckner, right? Yes, Buckner. No. No, they kept Buckner. DeForest, did DeForest Buckner get traded to the Colts? I'm pretty sure. One, I, I think so. Yeah, because they got their Colts first-round pick. Why did I think it was the, the other one? They, no, it they, was DeForest Buckner, my bad. Yeah, they that was a big move for the Colts. That was huge. Their defense is solid with Darius Leonard, and now they're going to have DeForest Buckner on the line. Just, I mean, they, they like you mentioned them giving up DeForest Buckner, but like they also signed Eric Armstead, who yeah. led to a five-year, eighty-five million dollar deal. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. That I thought they he's traded. He's more him. of a run. He's more of a run stopper, but like at the same time, like to get a guy in the middle, like like Buckner was essentially the same thing too. Just a big guy mm-hmm. in the middle. No one wanted to run it. Yeah, I think the Colts, as long as Philip Rivers isn't shit at the end of games, can be um, a seventh or sixth seed. Poss- you never, you really never know with that division who's going to be on top, because yeah. they just it just fluctuates so much. And now are the Texans going to even be good this year? Right? No, they don't have a wide receiver. They do have David Johnson. Pe- yeah. People's uh, crap on David Johnson for last year, but he just didn't fit Kingsbury's uh, offense, and he just didn't play. But he's was, he's still a solid running back in my opinion. I mean, I think this either just like ends his career and he's just like and he's just gonna be a backup or something for the rest of his career. Excuse me, career, or it'll resurge his career. I, I think it could resurge because there's gonna be less receivers now this year, and are you gonna get a healthy Will Fuller for the season? That's true. I think that's gonna be a qu- big question. And Kenny Stills was productive last season. It was big. Oh, he was. For them when Fuller was out, so if he can step up, I mean, maybe they'll make playoffs. Will Jacksonville make playoffs? No, I don't know. No. I don't think so. Gardner that, Minshew. That that team's that team's a lot has a lot of problems. One of their best players in Gakwe wants out. He's been making that clear, and they haven't made the trade yet. Like we all know, he's yeah. not going to be there at the start of the season. He's going to get traded at some point, probably before the draft. Yeah, know- and they also traded Campbell for like a fifth and like seventh round pick, which was. Yeah. Absurd. You know, I think I think a team that is gonna kind of swoop in and make the playoffs is gonna be the Raiders. Oh yeah, probably. I like. I the think se- they don't. They would have been the. Se- I believe they would have been the seven this year. No, it would have been the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, okay, but the they, Steelers. they were like right there, and they started off the season like zero and four or something, or like right. five. Yeah, like they're not a bad team, and then moving mm-hmm. to a new city. 
I feel like they're gonna want to like you know put that exclamation point like on the move oh, in yeah. and, and get everything started. Like I think the Raiders have a chance of kind of yeah. getting well, they, either that six or seven and, and yeah. coming out of the West. They signed Corey Littleton, Malik Collins, Alden Smith, Demarius Randall. Uh, yeah. Marcus Mariota to back up. I don't know how. That's not much that's of a backup. Be. That's <laughs> they also got Nick. How do I pronounce this? Kwiatkowski from the Bears. Who? He, I mean, he's oh, played Kutowski. well. Kuta- yeah, Nick he's played well yeah, he's good. He's, he's, yeah, he's a good. He's a good middle linebacker. They signed Philadelphia's Nelson Aguilar. Like they're stacking up. It's the, the yeah. big question is can Derek Carr produce no. or do anything? And Josh <laughs> Jacobs not. was big last season, so I'm sure he'll have another good sophomore season. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's tough to tell. I mean, the new stadium helps. Like also, guys, like Darren Waller. Oh yeah, Darren Waller. Yeah, Darren Waller is a baller. <laughs> yeah, you take a look at the AFC, and I think if for I mean division champs, I got. Chiefs, probably the Titans, because I mean they're essentially the same team as they were last year, and now they don't have to compete compete with the, one of the top wide receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. So I think the Texans drop off a little bit. So I think it's Chiefs, Titans. I think the Ravens take the North again, and then I think the Bills win the East. And then you take a look at like the wild cards, and it's like no one's coming out of the East. I don't think the Patriots. The Patriots are probably going to go like eight and eight and yeah. be in the running until the end of the year, but I don't think they're going to get a spot. Jackson I don't think Dolphins they're going to even be eight and eight. They can't be eight and eight with Brian Hoyer. I mean, they went it's 12 just and 4 with the Jets twice a year. Right, Jets and Dolphins. <laughs> but yeah. the Dolphins aren't yeah, going to be so, the same this year, so... <laughs> I think I think the North, I don't think the Browns and the Bengals will come out, but I think the Steelers have a chance. I they think take the a look at South. Yeah, I think, I think Colts are going to grab a spot, and then it's going to be down, I feel like, to the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Texans for, like, that last spot of, mm-hmm. of who's who's going to jump in. Yeah. I think the Steelers could have a surprise season. And I also don't think we're going to see the same Ravens team this year. I, I just think, think so people are going to figure out Lamar Jackson, just like they did with Michael Vick. Wait, just – wait, what? I don't think anybody really ever figured out Michael Vick. I mean, when he when he played in Philly, that he didn't run as much. He became yes. more of a passer. And I think that was more because he was he people was, people figured it out. He I, was I, older and was I, and was in jail for a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> that I didn't just help. think people are gonna figure. How many years was he? What was his prison sentence? Wait, I gotta look. Yeah, I think people are gonna figure out Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, he's still gonna be a great quarterback, but force him to throw. On like a third and fifteen, I don't know if you're gonna get it. It was 20, Lamar, 23 months. Mark Jackson's stats were so great last year, <laughs> passing touchdowns because he would run it downfield or give it to Ingram and then pass a twelve yard touchdown pass. If you can force him to throw, it's, it's gonna. I be mean, but he also has the potential to make those great. Did you see the throw at the end of that at the end of the half of that playoff game to um, Hollywood mm-hmm. Brown? That was a dime, and it was far. I think could be huge, and I could def- I could see it happening. Is the Ravens signing Antonio Brown? Oh, he's been, I think they've been happen. working out with Lamar Jackson during this quarantine. He's been working out with his cousin Marquise, and it's, it's somewhere I could see him fitting right in. I forgot they were cousins. Yeah, I for- I totally forgot about that. I think. Uh, I mean. John Harbaugh has worked with receivers like him. They they had Steve Smith Sr., but he's not the same mm-hmm. kind of <clears throat> excuse me. He's not the same kind of loud wide receiver as Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's on a different level. Antonio Brown, 
loves to get in trouble off the field a lot and tries to put his name out there is and his name is in the public a lot for the wrong reasons and that's mm-hmm. my biggest thing I mean who knows how much he plays if you sign him is Roger gonna Goodell gonna throw the hammer on him what like what's gonna happen like is he even gonna play at all in the season if he's signed anywhere I don't know I think if yeah, he's gonna I sign it's, it's a lot of baggage yeah I think if he's going to sign with a team, he's got to sign now because he, he once he signs with a team, he'll go through the investigation period, and he doesn't want to do that during the season. No. Because then he's going to miss games. So if he's going to sign, he's got to sign now or soon, sooner rather than later. Right. And I think that working out with them, does John Harbaugh and the GM of the Ravens listen to their two young stars? That's my thinking. Are they too young to be like to are, are they still at that point where they're too young to listen to them like that or have they already reached that point where they were like Lamar at least can have that power to like persuade you know a coach and a GM hey come on give him give him a hand help mm. like help us out like that's what happened with Vic like McNabb was at that point in his career where he was like yeah we should we should give him a look bring him on give him a second chance blah 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 that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so um Oh, I lost my train of thought. That happens every once in a while. <laughs> so Tom, so, so Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, does he have a better year this year, same or worse than last year? I think he has to have a better year. Like he's actually got two. I mean, Godwin and Evans were the top wide receiver duo in the NFL last year. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what kind of numbers Brady is putting up. Like, he's still a pro-style quarterback. He's still going to try and sling the ball out there and, and get it to those guys. And I think if you can do that, then I think you can have a successful year. I think another reason, obviously not discrediting Evans or Godwin, but a big reason that they had so many receiving yards last year is because Jameis chucked it up. I mean, they're great receivers, oh, but they were, they were so fast that they would outbe every corner and they would catch the long ball. And then... So that's with Brady. It's like fifteen yard passes, fifteen yard passes every time. And are is that going to be good for Godwin and Evans? That's what I always thought because that's what everybody was always high on Brady last year, talking about. Oh, he's doing so good again. He's blah blah. His it was his worst statistical year as of recent mm-hmm. um, since his ACL year when he just had like nothing because he yeah. played almost nothing out of the whole year, and then. You look at it, he didn't have speed burners. Like, Nikhil Harry barely played. Yeah. Um, um, <sighs> Jacoby Myers, right? Yeah. He yeah. he didn't do a whole lot of anything good. And then your yeah. best receiver is – and, like, like Philip Dorsett couldn't – wasn't fast enough for a great route runner. And then your best yeah. receiver is a slot receiver in Edelman, and he's not going to burn you. And no so, tight end. No tight end. O.G. Howard is going to be huge for him. And I yeah. think that <sighs> – I was a big criticism at that same argument, but now that I look at it, did he have the receivers to be able to even do it? No. Um, no. But looking at it now, I think he we could see it like a younger version of Tom Brady come back again instead of like this, the old version that people have made it out to be. Like I've I've I'll admit I've been that criticism of it too. Um, mm-hmm. I just think he's. I also have to wonder what kind of sustainability he has. Like. Yeah. He's 50 years old. <laughs> he's like, not 50 he's, yet. He's like, he's how old is he? He's tail like 43. Mm-hmm. I think he's in a better spot offensively with the Bucks than he is with the Patriots. When it comes to weapons, I don't know about play calling, but when it comes to weapons and guys around him, I think he's in a better spot. 
And I, th- I think we, we said his name, OG Howard. I think he'll benefit more than Brady's benefiting. Yeah. Because Brady's a big tight end guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, boys, I uh, thank you guys for coming on here. Um, it's just a short one today, um, obviously with not a lot to talk about. Um, but nevertheless, uh, thank you guys for coming on. Um, thank you for having one, one, one quick thing is, what is of your course. what is your most fondest memory in sports? Just one quick one. If you can, if you can make up one of them, what's your most fondest memory? Brandon, you can go first. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I gotta say. Senior year of high school. Take mine. You're gonna take. I played volleyball. Oh. Oh. I thought you were playing volleyball, and I won. Yo, chill. And I won the state championship. So (laughs) that's pretty big. Pretty big. I I meant like I thought you were gonna pick one in professional sports. (laughs) Oh no. Do you mean professional sports or are? Any anything anything you want anything that's best in in your own opinion. I was gonna say Derek Jeter. I'm all I'm very all about myself, so <laughs> I was gonna say Derek Jeter, and that's what I thought Brennan was gonna say. <laughs> Just because of how big his walk off on his last game of his career. Yeah. So that's yours, Dante. Yeah, I guess I'll go that. Yeah. Well, I think mine's pretty obvious. Being an Eagles fan it was 2017 uh, and winning yeah. the Super Bowl. Um, anytime I watch any of it, it gives me chills. Like. All I'm seeing on a bunch of pages today is Brandon Graham's birthday, so I keep seeing the sack over and over, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it still gives me chills, but that's probably my favorite. Well, thanks, guys, for joining me again. I uh, Definitely got to do it again. I love having you guys on. Oh, and not to mention it was the first time I've ever had either of you talk to either of you about anything in sports <laughs> that actually was recorded and yeah. was like done for any kind of media. <laughs> so this was a special thing for me and I thank you guys so much. You guys yeah. are great. Of course. Thanks for having us. All right. Have yeah, a good one, everybody. You too. Well, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt We got a little crazy but we never got caught Down by the river on a Friday night Hearing little cans in the pale moonlight Talking about cars and dreaming about women Never had a plan just to live in for the minute Yeah, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee never knew